Hi, Nizdav Chof Aleph. How's everybody doing? Today's daf has some of the most fascinating stories in all of Shas and tremendous valuable life lessons. First story goes, Rabbi Yochan and Nilfa, tremendous Tamil Chacham, were learning Torah. And they were very, very poor. They didn't have parnasa, And they decided, it says in the passage, you have a chiv to make sure that you are not poor. So they went to work. They were sitting by a wall that was a little shaky. And Rabbi Yochanan overhears one of the malachim saying to the other, let's knock the wall, let's kill them both. How is it possible that they left Chayi Oilam, they left Torah, in order to be Oisik B'chayi Shah to go work? And the other malach tells the first malach, he says, well, one of them is going to be a gadol, it's not his time to die yet, then he's going to be a gadol, let's let them live. Rabbi Yochanan asked Zilfa, did you hear what they said? He said, no. So Rabbi Yochanan realized they were talking about him. So Rabbi Yochanan returned and he continued to learn. He became the Rosh Hashiva. And because he was Rosh Hashiva, he became very wealthy. They gave him a lot of money. And finally, Ilfa comes back and they told Ilfa, if you would have came back to be Rosh Hashiva, you would have been the Rosh Hashiva, not Rabbi Yochanan. And Ilfa says, what do you mean? I'm not such a Katlikanya. I'm not such an Amaretz. Ask me anything in any Brisa and I will tell you the answer and how it matches up to the Mishnayis and he, he went all the way to the top of a mast on a ship and he said, if I don't know the answer, I'll jump off. So they asked him, it says in the Brisa that if somebody is about to die and he says, give a shekel to my sons every week, but in fact they need double that. You give them double because what the person dying meant, he didn't want them to be lazy, he wanted them to work. And if he says, whatever's left over should go to other people, so he meant that they should in fact get exactly a shekel. And they asked Lofanu, where do you see this in the Mishnah? He says, I know from the Mishnah. Rabbi says in the Mishnah, it's a mitzvah to be Mekayim Divrei Hamais, whatever the dead is going to say, even though halachically it's really the Yarshim, they can take whatever they want, they don't have to take a shekel, it's theirs. Now, if, they, if a person says, only, give only a shekel, then also the same halacha, you only give a shekel. Now the Gemara goes into the very, very famous story of Nochem Ish Gamzu, who ended up being blind in both eyes. He didn't have hands, he didn't have feet. And if an ant would crawl on his body, which was full of boils, he couldn't get the ant off, he didn't have hands. So his bed was placed on water so the ants couldn't get to him. Why did he have such Yisurim? The Gemara tells us a fascinating thing. A very poor person came to him and said, Rebbe, give me Parnassi, give me something to eat. And he was on the way to the Shviger's house, the Shver's house, with three donkeys full of food and drink and desserts. He said, yeah, I'll give you, no problem. Let me unload everything. Instead of running and grabbing something out of one of the suitcases, he unloaded slowly. And in those moments, the poor person died. And he had a lot of charata about that. And he said that the eyes that saw and the hands that, that did and the feet, they should all be punished. And that's why. They wanted to remove... Nochemish Gamzu from his house together with the Kalim because it's about to fall in. He said, first take the Kalim out. I'm saving the house because of me it's not falling down. In fact, as soon as they removed him from the house, the house caved in. So they said, Rebbe, you're such a tzaddik gomor. Why did this happen? And that's why he told them everything that happened. But because before all this happened, he was melumet ben Nisim. He had Nisim happen to him all the time. So when they wanted to give a gift to the Caesar, they sent him they sent him with a chest full of jewels. He stopped at the hotel, and the owner of the hotel stole his jewels and 
Instead, put in dirt. He goes to the Caesar, the Caesar opens it up, he says, what are you making a joke out of me? You give me dirt. Eliyahu comes and dresses up as one of the Caesar's people. He says, why don't we try it out? I think it's going to be like Avram Avinu's dirt, where you throw it and it, you use it as weapons. And in fact, they were able to beat one of the enemies they couldn't get rid of. On his way back, he had such a muna. He didn't worry about the hotel guys and how bad they were. And he said, he, they asked him, where do you get all these jewels? He said, the same, the same thing I brought to the king, this, this dirt. Explained to him what happened. So they said, okay. They knocked down their house, took all the dirt, brought it to the, to the Caesar. And the Caesar said, let's try it out. They tried it out. And in fact, it didn't work. And they killed the owners of the hotel. When the Caesar opened up the chest and found that it's dirt, the first thing he said was, Gam Whatever Akash Baruch Hu does is for the best, and in fact, it was for the best. We learned in the Mishnah that if there's a plague and there's 500 people in the city and every day one person dies for three days straight, that's considered a plague. And it's all relative. There's 1,500, so it's three a day for three days. If the people die in one day, according to the Braisa, that's not considered a plague. According to Renachem Barav Chizda, it is considered a plague. Renachem Barav Yitzchak said that it's like Remeyer. Now, Remeyer says in Baba Kama that in order to become a Muad, a Shar, becomes a Muad after he gores three times, if it happens in one day, it's also considered as if he's a Muad. And he also said, that is, Rav Nachman Barav Yitzchak, he says that the place where a person sits, let's say in Shul or the place he lives, doesn't make the person. It's the person himself that makes something chashav. And we learned this from Harsinai, from the Shechina. As long as the Shechina was on Harsinai, it was Kaddish. As soon as the Shechina left, no longer. The same thing in Oil Maid. And then he also said it's better that somebody who... Is not a, that his father is not as chashav like himself. His his father was Yitzchak. He should go to a place that the father is chashav like the son of Rav Chizda. The Gemara tells us that in Rav's neighborhood, although there was a plague everywhere, the plague didn't reach that neighborhood, and it wasn't because of the schusim of Rav. Of course, Rav could have had the schusim, but we didn't need to come on to Rav. It was because of a simple Jew who used to lend out his shovel so they could use it for the. Fura and the Beis Akfaris, and Midah Kenegad Midah, they didn't bury those people from the plague. Rav Huna also in his place where he lived, there was no, the fire didn't hold onto his, onto his houses over there into the neighborhood, even though the entire city burnt out. Why? Because there's a woman in his city that she would light a fire of shops and let everybody use her oven. Rav Yudah says, you have to make a tainas when the locust comes in even though they come in, they come in without suitcases, so to speak. They're about to eat your food. It's going to be a problem. Let's dive in right now. Let's make a tainus now. And when there's a plague by the pigs, you also have to make a tainus because human beings could be infected from it and their, their innards are similar to human beings' innards and that's why we have to be concerned and we make a tainus. Shmuel says, if there are shayarais, there are caravans going from one place to another place in Chutzlaretz. So if there's a plague in one place, you should fast in the other place. But in Eretz Yisrael, it's different. If there's a plague in Eretz Yisrael, since Eretz Yisrael is the master, so even if there's no Shayara, you still have to fast everywhere else. 
Min HaShamayim, they used to say hello to Abu Umana every single day. And the reason is, the Gemara says, because he used to be a bloodletter, and he made sure that the men and women were separate, and when he let blood from women, he wouldn't see their skin, he was makbed on tzniyas. He was also, he gave away from his money for, for Tamil Chachamim, if somebody couldn't afford it, they didn't have to pay, he actually gave money to Chachamim. Abaya would get regards from Shamayim only on Erev Shabbos, but he went to, he sent to see who's this Abu Mana, and the Tamil Chachamim that stayed by him received nice blankets, and they took the blankets, and they checked them out, and they said, how much is this worth? It's a whole long story where Abu Mana said, you know, I thought that you did take my blankets, but I thought you needed it to, for ransom, and therefore I'm giving it to Hegdish. Rava would receive his regards only once a year on every Yom Kippur. But the Gemara says, in Tzchusov Rava, the entire city was saved, so it's enough once a year. Have a wonderful day.